I, the Lord of sea and sky, I have heard my people cry, all who dwell in dark and sin, my hand will save. I, who made the stars of night, I will make their darkness bright. Who will bear my light to them? To them. Who shall I? Who shall I? I will. 
Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to, to Catholics at Home, to our weekly Saturday morning live show. And I hope you have had a good weekend, uh, especially for those who are in Slango, Kuala Lumpur. I hope you are staying safe uh, during this time. Uh, challenging times, difficult times for a lot of people, uh, home, work, all these other things. Hope you are keeping safe also uh, wherever you are. And for all the others throughout Malaysia too, we hope that you are keeping safe uh, during uh, this pandemic. So we are back once again to our, our weekly Saturday morning live. And every Saturday we try to do different things, uh, different topics. Uh, so this week we, we are doing a little bit about, about missions, Mission Sunday. Since tomorrow is church, uh, we celebrate Mission Sunday. So here we at Catholics at Home thought that let's talk a little bit about, about what is our mission. But before we get into discussing uh, what is our mission or what is Mission Sunday is all about, uh, let me bring in uh, my co-host this morning. Uh, well, Kevin is not here with us this morning, uh, but this morning we are, we are having uh, someone who has been with us uh, on a previous show. Uh, let me bring in uh, Glenn. Hi, Glenn. Good morning. Hi. Morning, morning, Father. How are you, Glenn? Okay, good. How you have breakfast? Are you keeping safe wherever you are? Yes, I just put on my mask one minute ago. But <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we, 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 are, we are more than one meter apart, so we are quite all right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Cheers. I'm 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 also excited. I heard there's a your your fellow colleague who's coming on air today uh, in a minute. Yeah. So every so every year uh, every year in the church uh, we we celebrate. Uh, Mission Sunday, you know, for many years, uh, we have been doing this, uh, I believe, since the early 1900s. Uh, and, uh, and you know, come October, we have Mission Sunday, you know, uh, more recently, we had just had our extraordinary mission year. Uh, so we have mm -hmm. come quite a bit, a uh, number of times. I don't know how many people remember, uh, you know, every Sunday, every October, we have this. So today we thought that uh, let's talk a little bit about about Mission Sunday. I'm not sure. I mean, uh, we all have a personal mission, of course. You know, it's like, you know, whenever you have an organization, one of the things they ask is, do you have a vision and mission statement? You know? Yeah. Do you have yeah. one? Do you, have, do you have one, Glenn, for yourself? Yeah. Actually, when at, at the start of this. Uh, at the planning stage of this, so I gave it a thought. I didn't just want this to be a discussion topic, but I, I wanted to to relook at it and and get into it because, like uh, the Bible says, my people perish without vision. Or in other words, I I wanted to have a I want to renew and clarify my mission. So I would say my mission, my personal mission now, is to encourage others, encourage others to find their voice. And encourage a win-win for all. Yeah, encourage also that we all have perpaduan, that we all somehow respect each other, learn how to synergize and have a win-win at the end of the day. That's my mission. How about so you, Father? We all we all have different missions, vision and mission. I think we have short-term goals, we have mid-term goals, uh, we yeah. have long-term goals. I think for, for us. For many people, at least I think, at least the short term short term goal is to is to come out of this pandemic, uh, yeah. to, to return to some sense of, of normalcy in our lives, so that our lives can continue uh, in a new way. You know, of course we can't go back to the 
the pre-COVID uh, environment, but hopefully this has kind of given us uh, a time to reflect, uh, maybe to reset, to reset ourselves, our goals, our, our vision uh, in terms of direction for life uh, to move forward uh, as how God wants us. So we have personal vision mission, we have organizational vision mission, uh, but church also, yeah, church also we have our own, you know, uh, whether it's universal or, or local church, uh, there is this mission and also a vision for the church. So this morning we thought that uh, we'll speak to, you know, uh, the director of the Pontifical Mission Society. I'm not sure how many people would have heard of this, uh, of this, this society. Uh, we'd like to welcome uh, Father Victor Lewis uh, to our show this morning. Good morning, Father Victor. Hi, Father. Good morning. Good morning, Father, parents and Glenn. Good morning. And all of you. Online. Where are you at, Father? I'm now in Sungai Pertania in my office. Christ the King Church, Sungai Pertania. Oh, at one time, parents was being pastor here also. Yo, Kada. High number of cases. What's the situation? How's the situation of the church there in, in, in Kada, Brother Victor? Uh, looks like we have a little bit of difficulty with, with Father Victor this morning. Father Victor, are you with us? Are the challenges of, of going online? Uh, mm. you know, I think this is the... You know, though, though, though a, lot, a lot of us now we are saying that we have to go online, we have to, you know, schools online, work from home. But yet, you know, we have these challenges uh, with uh, with technology, technology at hand. But yet, uh, we are, you know. But maybe while we try to get Father Victor back, Glenn, uh, uh, you know, uh, in terms, yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about 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 Mission Sunday. And as I said earlier, you know, every year uh, in the second last Sunday of the month, uh, we have this World Mission. Uh, Sunday in the church. I don't know whether whether you know whether you have heard about it or whether you know uh, whether somehow you know we remember this. But you know one of the things that most people remember is that yeah you know we we know that everyone has uh, a different uh, take on what mission should be for each one of us. Uh, and uh, and yes, we have Father Victor back. Uh, hi, Father Victor. Hi. Uh, Father Victor, we, this morning I, we understand you are the director of the Pontifical Mission Society. You know, yes. maybe this is one of the uh, maybe best kept secrets of the church. Uh, not many people know what this society is all about. Uh, yeah. Tell us, tell us a little bit about the Pontifical Mission Society and also uh, what is your role in this society. Or maybe tell us a little bit about yourself first. Uh, where are you yeah. from? You know, uh, <laughs> tell us a bit about yourself. Okay, um, I, I'm actually born and brought up in Pera, as a little town in Bagansrai, and uh, I uh, started my education all in Pera in Bagansrai and finished my education. After which I worked for a couple of years in the press, and then I joined the seminary. College uh, sorry in my Laka, good years there, then uh, one year my junior. 
Okay. Uh, after that, I was ordained in 1997, and now I'm uh, 23 years as a priest. Um, in the year 2005, I went to India to do my further studies in missiology. And I came back in 2007, and on my arrival, Bishop appointed me to become the national, uh, sorry, the diocesan uh, PMS director. And in the year 2017, after Father V. Michael retired, after 10 years in the PMS uh, national director, I took over. So this is actually my fourth year as the Pontifical Mission Director for the uh, on the national level. Um, tell us, actually, tell us every year. Tell us a little bit about about this Pontifical Mission Society, Father. Yes, many uh, many people uh, do not have an idea what this is all about. You see. Uh, they think it is a society and it's an ancient as the church and you know it's only to do with the pope and with some directors i think they are mistaken so i would like to say something about this very well. yeah you see from this um this started with pauline jericho pauline jericho was born in the year 1799 and she lived until 1852 and at that time, in the year 1822, um, in the year 1822, she um, joined the um, Parish Foreign Mission Society. Parish Foreign Mission Society, and she noticed that there was lack of uh, raising fund in that society because funded uh, fund needed for mission, especially at that time eh, to China. So what she did, she uh, started herself personally to collect some money from a, a brother-in-law's uh, factory to collect some money to fund the missionaries in China. And she, she started a system uh, that every big Friday they collect. Uh, probably they were not paid well also, but from the little they had, they contributed, especially the ladies. She collected and uh, she gave it to a brother and the brother-in-law and he sent to China to the missionaries to help in the missionary works in China and also to, 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 to help the children, especially the abandoned children. That was how it started in the year 1822 by Pauline Jericho. And slowly this came to know and uh, more more organized later. Uh, she, what she did, uh, she grouped uh, people of 10 with one promoter and every week they also collect. So they collected the money and uh, it, it was collected together and was sent for the missionary work. Um, her brother-in-law by the name of Phyllis uh, sent the money to the abandoned children in China through the missionaries. Um, this formed the basis for the Society for Propaganda Fide. This was the one, her effort uh, by Pauline. Propaganda Fide. Propaganda Fide is propagation of faith. And mm. you know, the Propaganda Fide started in the year 1622 by the Holy Father at the time. He wanted to suppress the Padruada. You know Padruado? Padruado is a... Uh, um, 
this portuguese and spanish mission you see the the holy father mm-hmm. gave the crown that authority wherever you discover new land wherever you uh, go you plant the church so at that time the world was divided into two portuguese and spanish only two mm. portuguese and spanish so uh, that's something that yes so the mission was carried out by queen uh, kings and the people so that time but they came uh, they came a time where they go, go beyond control so that they took the power and you know the holy father also like you know he has no say like so they appoint the bishops you know uh, like that so the holy father wanted to suppress padrwado and he established propaganda fide uh, uh-huh. propagation of faith uh, that's how that um, uh, the uh, proclamation of the word came to france you see the french Amen. missionary mep Uh, so they all came to our country and many parts you know so it started if you look at all this uh, society started in france ah i you mentioned france. mep so mep mep it was in 1622 but now uh, jericho came or in jericho in 1822 ah uh, so she wanted to help this missionary so uh, what she started from the little humble beginning uh, grew up to become a society that is a basis for propaganda fide uh, missionary fund okay the meps have okay. been very well known uh, in the missionary work like our dear my my assumption church our dear uh, parish priest or the late father vole he was an mep ah, yes. as well as other priests what is mep stand for by the way uh parish foreign mission paris foreign étranger de paris so mep that's how it comes from the french word the french is very yeah. good father clarence oh so, yeah. yeah so that is yeah. the english translation is yeah the paris foreign mission foreign mission so however know. yes however this started as a society to help parish foreign mission but in the year 1922 in the year 1922 pope pius the 11 pope pius the 11 uh, thought that the government at the time wanted to confiscate the society's money so he brought it and put under papal protection so that is how it become it became uh, pontifical whatever under the pope it is pontifical so it is actually to protect if not the government which was hostile is a hostile government to the church see so they wanted to take take the money and uh, you know confiscate so the holy father brought it and put it under him together with the society of saint peter the apostle and also the holy childhood all three came under the holy father and one more is the uh, Uh, society pontifical missionary union for priests and religious there are four societies in fact and you may ask what is the other societies all about uh-huh. you know, only this is for propaganda fide society for propaganda fide that is what mission sunday money we collect for mission what about the other three 
So the other one is actually Society of St. Peter the Apostle. Uh, uh, Pontifical Society of St. Peter the Apostle, founded in the year 1889. It was founded by Jean Bigard. She was born in the year 1859 and she lived up to the year uh, 18, uh, 1934. So she was a woman who suffered a lot together with the mom in her early life. They were very well-to-do, wealthy family, but her father committed suicide. Her brother died in an uh, accident burn so both of them isolated themselves and they were good christians but they isolated they practically give a hermit life and uh, virtually reclassed themselves you see and what they did in that isolation they turned to good works what they did they um, were interested in making linen altar linen and yes. Uh, vestment for the priests and mm. send send them to Japan to the missionaries. So that's how uh, the, the the priests in Kotoi, uh, Koyoto in Japan heard about these two women, mother and daughter, and contacted them. And he was building church in Japan. So since they were wealthy, he asked, "Can you sponsor? Can you uh, be a benefactor?" for this and though they were very rich they were careful what they did they sent fifty thousand dollars uh, to japan you see mm -hmm. to build and, and uh, uh, the church was built by that priest there father billion uh, father billion and this was heard about the bishop in nagasaki and at that, at that time they saw the french uh, uh, bishops so he heard about these women and contacted them and uh, that is Bishop Julius. Uh, so contacted them and uh, he asked them whether they can support to train priests, the young priests in Japan and sponsor for these priests. And they said yes. And practically they sold their wealth, everything, and they sent the money to Japan. That is how this society for St. Peter's the Apostle started. And it is specifically for training of priests. SPA fund, we call it. SPA fund. And in our college, uh -huh. it's often spoken, you know, SPA fund. Because the college general at, uh, at um, Klawai Road formerly was built from that fund. And when it was shifted to Mario Field, it was, that fund was used. The money sold okay. at that uh, uh, college general used to build the new seminary. And that same fund used in Singapore, uh, St. Francis Xavier Seminary, I think, and Kuching also. All the money is from this fund, SPA fund. So every year throughout the world, we collect this money, specifically training of priests. Oh, for training and of priests. Training of priests. And, and many priests throughout the world also study in Rome. If you go to Rome, uh, Propaganda Fides uh, University, they study there. All fully sponsored. Okay, you were mentioning, Father, about the Society for of Saint Peter the Apostle. Did Peter I mention it correctly? Right, so right. What, what is their charism now? What are they known for? What is their direction now? And maybe also, in short, for the other two groups, the other two societies. Right. They. That's why I told you they are specifically for training of priests. That's all. 
Oh, because they started, off, they started off sewing linen, doing doing a linen and the cassocks for the priests, right? Uh, they they started on their own, but after that they contributed the money when the uh, the uh, priests in Japan asked and the bishops asked, uh, can you help to uh, send money to to train priests? Okay. Uh, young so men. They've evolved, they've evolved from uh, handling the, the, the linen and the the outerwear, the cassocks for the priests. They, they are, don't do it anymore. Uh, I think that is not the this thing. They, you know, they were in isolation. They say they can do something good. Uh, so they. So for the can I can I just can I just ask this? You know, so you you were saying about this pontifical mission society, and there are different uh, groups. You know, you talked about uh, the Holy Childhood, uh, Saint Peter. Then of course, the, the missionary union for priests and religious. Uh, today, that. That pontifical mission society. How how does that operate? I, I know that you know uh, every year for for Mission Sunday, uh, you know our collection goes for for missionary work. Uh, how how do they how do they reach out? What kind of network do they reach out to? I know that there's a director in in almost every country uh, or conference uh, or bishops. Uh, how how does this? How do you all share resources uh, and networking? Yeah. yeah, thank you, Father Clarence. Uh, very good question. Um, for your information, uh, fathers and my brother, um, every diocese has a director, mission director. That is a requirement uh, from the Rome. From Rome, every diocese has a director. I was actually originally from Penang. I'm the director of Penang for ten years actually, uh, from 2007 to 2017. Then I was made national director from the diocese director national director so in our conference there are 11 directors including me and for us we have our um, episcopal uh, advisor father uh, sorry archbishop simon paul so he sits with us once a year we have meeting however you see this year this pandemic has brought us together four or five times online if not mm -hmm. we only meet once a year something good this COVID has brought us five times together and we had many meetings and in that meeting what I received from Rome you see every year as a national director I have to go to Rome too bad this year I could not go it's usually May and June so we have about 120 directors from various countries come there and we have this uh, um, general secretariat in Rome Every society has there are one general secretariat, so we have four four society, and above them the uh, what you call um, of course our eminence cardinal Tagle is our um, prefect now, because this society pontifical mission societies has put under uh, evangelization of people congregation for the evangelization of people. Who, uh, who this Cardinal Tagle is heading. So under him, there is this excellence, Monsignor Protase. They were the secretary. Secretary. There are two of them and also Pietro Daltoso. So they are, uh, and after that, the general secretary. There are four of them. So together with them, we 120 of people will meet for one week in Rome where matters about missions will be spoken. And also they will present to us the whole account, 
how the money came from where the whole thing and how the money are being distributed you see every diocese the bishop of the diocese eligible to apply for four subsidies and from the two two societies uh, propaganda fide and holy childhood okay the other two we don't apply so the four uh, subsidies and um, uh, uh, among the four one is specifically for religious and it has to go through the bishops and the bishop is the one who put the signature so just imagine every diocese four you know how many thousands of dioceses in the in the world 5000 so, what 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 kind of what kind of activities or what kind of uh, mission uh, action uh, that that the pontifical mission society support i mean there are some examples give us some examples for that yes. uh propaganda fide that is uh, pauline jericho uh, society specifically for faith building of churches chapels pastoral centers uh, uh, also kindergartens or orphanages all this and also training of catechists for pastoral uh, they they uh, they can apply for that fund there is this ordinary fund and extraordinary fund ordinary every year the bishop can apply they will be given extraordinary like you know building of churches uh, uh pastoral center yes for the holy childhood is specifically for children kindy helping the children the poor children for system uh water system like that anything to do with children that money goes so uh that's how they uh we have to apply and send it by december 15 and the money we collect here from today you see this weekend by march and we have to send to rome so that we they know how much we have and they can um, distribute equally uh, so uh it's about 400 to 500 applications uh, i think every year so apart from apart from this this administrative structure that you that you that you have explained to us well uh, you have the main organization and then the subdivisions and then the coming down to conference level then also the national level uh, in terms of promoting the mission of the church uh, in what support does the, does the pms offer in terms of you know not just giving the money uh, of course you know sometimes you need the financial assistance but to promote a, a vision a mission of the church uh, you know for example this year uh the the team is uh, here i am lord send me the holy father mm. yes yeah. so, yeah so how does how does this, this society support uh, missionary activity uh, on the ground yeah. in that sense yeah thank you father um actually the monetary help is secondary we always been told and we are also aware of that monetary is secondary but the primary role is animation Uh, mission animation. animation you see people should not get a wrong idea that you know oh pontifical mission society is in charge for mission we are not actually we animate we work together with the existing structures to bring about mission uh, uh, actually we try to um, um, educate also we try to work with them try to disseminate information and also direction so uh, for for example in a parish there are many structures from catechetics to liturgy like today is liturgy we help them 
these are the things, the themes, and you know, these are the focus. This is the Holy Father's message, and this is what we have to focus. We we we, we send them, we inspire them. You see, so that the mission is it is not specifically we do mission. No, so we animate the missionary works um, of the church uh, in different different areas, uh, from categories from children from the parish, PhD, uh, human development body, anything, we, we work with them. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I finish with the other two societies, I think. Yeah, in, 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 in terms of, yeah, I mean, we, we understand the, the structures and, and the societies that are there, uh, but more practical, in a more practical way, uh, you know, um, you, you are an expert in mystiology uh, and the director of, of the pontifical mission. Um, in, in your view, you know, of course, I understand mission is quite unique to to the to the the, lo the locality of the church. You know, uh, to the local church. You know, they, they, of course, there is a universal mission uh, that, that, that that comes from the gospel, but there is also a particular mission uh, based on, you know, country, diocese, uh, church. Uh, in your in your view, you know, what, what is, how do you see the mission of the church here? Uh, maybe, you know, in the context of Malaysia, mm, what is related to our current situation yeah. also? What is what is what is our mission? I mean, apart from just collecting money and giving, uh, of course, there is one part of it. But how how do how do people get involved in in the missionary activity of the church uh, from your perspective? Yeah. Um, for example, for this year, if we look at the message of the Holy Father, for example, uh, it is I, I, I read two or three times this message this year. Usually, I one or twice I glance, you know. But this this year, the message is very very personal, very very inspiring, very very encouraging, and it's very applicable for the situation now. And uh, I, if you look at the, the Holy Father is giving this message that we are all one. We are all one. We are in the same boat. The suffering, the crisis, the pain uh, that we are going through is experienced everywhere. Uh, the whole world is experiencing the same suffering. And therefore, we are united. We are united. Uh, what I am experiencing Sungai Patani now also be experiencing KL, even Trump in America, even our Queen Elizabeth in uh, UK, they're experiencing the same thing. We have never experienced such a thing before. And what is calling us and the church also calling, we have to grow together. We are in the same boat. We are caught unexpected and we can overcome this because just like Jesus was in the boat lying at the, uh, 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 with a cushion at the back. So here we have Jesus. And with that hope, we have overcome before all this. And now we can also overcome. So this is the message that he is trying to give. And we have to work together. Now this pandemic has segregated, separated us. We can't even come together. We are all frightened or wearing the mask. You know, we can't even touch. And how? And he says, this is only possible by prayer. So in our 
context also, most of the time we insist on prayer. And it's especially this year, we started this holy hour for children. Uh, we we mm. write uh, holy hour and we also encourage every parish to have holy hour and also the children's missionary rosary and, the, and specifically this month of October we are praying together because only prayer can uh, help us now uh, in this mission and of course uh, money also you cannot collect but we have different ways let the parents uh, let the parents be the uh, a guide for the children. Let the parents find uh, uh, creative ways uh, how they can collect. You see, the children are not allowed. They cannot come. So in this uh, uh, in this situation, how this is the way we can do. And more than that, my uh, uh, you see, uh, just like the uh, the disciples uh, were there uh, with Jesus, so we are here with our people. And, and giving the assurance that uh, all this will pass, uh, all this will pass, and therefore the mission of the church will continue, uh, will continue, and nothing can stop. Even the pandemic cannot stop. Mm -hmm. So, Father, you know, when when I first heard about this topic, you know, and we were planning for this, so. I also, okay, I will take the place of an, maybe an ordinary Catholic. I mean, I have moments also when I'm lukewarm, yeah. So many a year, many times, Mission Sunday would come and it's just a topic, it would fly over my head. I have, I had not gone into it. Oh, Missionary Sunday is something about the priests or related to the Jesuits or the Redemptrees, you know, and maybe even the FMM sisters, missionary, but it's not us. You know, I, I, I didn't really get involved in, in Mission Sunday. So I want to take this on. You know, it's not something that is just uh, uh, an activity or an action done by the the clergy, by the, the religious. So, it, and, and especially in this really stressful period, Father, how can, and relating to the message, here, here I am, send me, how can we ignite ourselves? How can we get drawn to this mission? You know what I mean, Father? Instead of you having it, instead of it's your endeavor, how can we get involved? Okay. Um, that's what I touch on. The Holy Father's vision is personal uh, for each one of us. Uh, uh, and I hope the priests uh, in the parishes will also instill in them this uh, the, the what the holy father is trying to say and every person my dear friend uh, who are baptized has the role uh, to play every person who have been baptized is a missionary uh, so that's why we always say the common uh, priesthood uh, the the call uh, as a priestly kingly prophetic role that we should play uh, Sad to say, many Christians who come for baptism, they think it is for personal salvation. Uh, I, I get baptized and I'm redeemed, you know, I go to heaven. I think they have missed the point. Uh, you are baptized in order to bring or to carry out the mission entrusted by Jesus. That is very, very clear. Uh, you can you can you cannot deny the very fact you are baptized is for mission, and that's why I told you two days ago the very fact the church sure. in the world is for mission, no other thing, 
mission is father of all theology also it is for mission that the church exists that is what is mission is to bring the message of salvation to the ends of the earth and who is to bring it is not the priests and bishops we instill we help yet but how much how much we can do it is the lay people uh, who plays a very important role you look at uh, jericho the lay she people just how, a lay woman. how can we get involved oh she's a lay woman so how can we get involved she the is lay a lay woman okay that is why we must take interest in the mission of the church that means that we must have the desire the zeal i must make jesus known to the whole world i must bring at least one person i must uh, bring the message uh, to uh, to the person you see there, there was a little story i was telling this morning uh, this little boy is a pastor's son you know he asked the father can i can i go out at night you know but the, the father told him uh, my son is raining don't go uh, you know you will get wet mm, uh, the son told the father if i ask you anything before that i've never asked this is the first time i'm asking you and the father had no way, no no answer for that and he said okay you go but be careful take the raincoat and he went and he went he went and knocked at the door and the door didn't open huh? no one opened so he knocked again and when a uh, young woman came out and she looked at him and she asked um what do you want my son and he said i have a message for you and he whispered in a yes jesus loves you and he kissed the woman and then he left you see what happened that woman was pondering suicide that instant you know mm. she was committing suicide and then this little boy's message changed her life and she stopped there she said jesus loves me you know that sentiment jesus loves me and cares for me stop her from doing that that uh, the thing suicide and she came back the next sunday and the father uh, the boy's father was a pastor asked anyone to uh, please come forward to give testimony and she went up and gave this testimony this testimony that your son came and that evening that night i was thinking of suicide and that message he gave saved me saved my life how is it just a simple young boy's message jesus loves you you know the the simple ex, uh, the hand that we extend that will bring the message we are not going to bring the bible to the road and preach no the care the concern when we stand for justice when we when we uh, work together to alleviate the suffering of others all this is anyone can do and we must do so that is what this mission all about and that is what the holy father is talking now in this time of pandemic how are we going to reach out there are many people who have lost job they're suffering pain you know hopeless so we bring hope we bring uh, with our message we can just text a message we are sending so many messages every day let's send a message of hope yes yes but perhaps father uh, i mean before we, we we proceed i would just to our listeners you know if you have any questions that you would like to pose to to father victor uh, please do uh, drop your your questions your comments uh, in the in the chat box section either on facebook or or youtube uh, and we will try and answer some of these questions now you're talking about uh, lay participation now uh, there's a question here uh, father victor you know uh, from i cherry uh, 
I'm not too sure if that's your name, but at least that's that's the nickname that you have given to yourself wherever you are. Uh, good morning and welcome to our show. Now the question is, you know, uh, one question is, as a lay person, how can we be part of the PMS? Uh, in what way can the laity contribute? First thing, as I said, through prayer. Uh, the, 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 we pray for mission, and especially this Sunday and every day. And secondly, we have introduced the mission rosary. We pray for the five continents. When we pray, we are praying for the people even in America or anywhere we pray. Uh, thirdly, monetary help. Monetary help, the little contribution that we are giving, that helps a lot. Uh, if you uh, if you want, we can also give you the the amount of money we've been sent to which country, which places, all are recorded. We can give you. And fourthly, mm -hmm. like I said, the personal effort. Personal effort. You know, through our actions and our words, we bring the good news of hope. So maybe to bring it down a little more practical, uh, you I think that the last point in our personal action. You know, one thing about uh, I mean, our show is called Catholics at Home, and, and you and I, and Joe Glenn, many of us, when we think of mission, we think of big, very big uh, activity, yeah. you know, uh, and sometimes, you know, we are very shy to talk about our faith, you know, uh, I don't want to compare us with anybody else, but, you know, when it comes to matters of, of talking about Jesus, or, you know, we, we shy away. You know, even even for example, you know, when you are in public in a restaurant, sometimes people, you know, very shy to make the sign of the cross uh, before eating. Of course, there are people who do it, you know, uh, and some some people shy away. Why why do you think that you know why do you think that Catholics are afraid to talk about their faith, uh, about Jesus, about to tell their experience to others? Uh, do you have any Do you have any suggestions uh, how we can overcome this? Yeah. One thing, maybe we are shy, we are not, we don't have enough knowledge about our faith. And secondly, also, uh, we are not convic convinced of our faith. Uh, you see, our, our separated brother, brethren, they are very much, uh, very much zealous. Uh, uh, they are very much into that because they are very convinced. Uh, so, uh, and probably we are more on the devotional level, uh, to a devotional level. So we go, we go to church, we go to Novena, we do all this, you know, whether that is, um, you know, the word of God has rooted, taken root in ourselves, I may have my reservation. Uh, therefore, I think we have to, first of all, we have to uh, be rooted in the word and also and uh, be convinced of the faith, that means the faith of the church, uh, what we believe and, and thirdly, the desire uh, that what I know, what I have received, also my brother and sisters should receive. That means all should be redeemed. Uh, you know, if you have that uh, uh, sentiment and also that uh, outlook, I think it should be, we will be all wishing. Some, some, some practical examples that you can offer to our listeners, you know, how do we begin to be, to be, you know, convinced of our faith and share it with others. I think we're convinced. Many of us increase, are convinced. Sorry, sorry but, uh, it is to increase the knowledge of our scripture, uh, the Bible. Uh, I, I think, yes, uh, ignorance of uh, 
Bible is ignorance of uh, Jesus, I think. Huh? Oh, yeah. uh, so, ignorance of faith. So, I think uh, um, we have made uh, some effort to deepen our faith in the scripture, in the word of God. Hmm? Unless we know the Bible, we will, we will not know Jesus. Uh, so, uh, now I'm happy that you know, many people are asking, uh, even the Alpha course, you know, which has started from our separated brethren, but now it is taking uh, root here also. And also we have uh, 100-week courses and all this, uh, hmm. which is alpha. also very much Alpha, 100-week uh, Bible course, and all this. There are many courses now available uh, in our Catholic uh, church. So I think we have to make effort to enroll ourselves you know, and deepen our knowledge. Yeah, Father, I like, I like the point which you said we should go into learning God through God's word, through scripture, uh, we we have Catholics are not known to be strong in scripture. I mean, uh, as, as a stereotype statement. I have a comment, a thought from someone, because also we have you have you on on the air, Father Victor. We also have also Father Clarence, Father, our dear clergy. How? What is also your stand? What is your your stand? Your view? Your take on this mission? Your your personal mission and maybe on a Corporate level, on a organizational <laughs> level. Yeah. I think I, I think for the Victor pointed out very clearly. I think mission begins with, with our conviction. You know, uh, it, it, mission doesn't begin with just action. We always think of mission as action, and because then we shy away because we think we are not capable of doing things. Uh, mission begins with a relationship with God primary relationship because that relationship is deepened then the the outcome of that relationship is to share with with others you know that your own personal experience for example i mean i mean if you if you have some some good news in yourself i mean i'm sure you are bubbling to tell people right i mean other things you know just say that you have an inside information about something that nobody else knows you know, you will be itching to tell somebody, oh, you know, I'm I'm the first one to know this news. This is, uh, you know, it's a, it's a breaking news that nobody else knows. Uh, in the same way, Christ must be the breaking news for each one of us, uh, just as much as we. And I think, and, and it, it is complemented by, by the knowledge that we have. Uh, like I think earlier, for the for the Victor said, you know, sometimes just a simple good action, a kind action, uh, is also part of the mission of God. You know, it doesn't always have to be, you know, verbal uh, understanding of scripture. Uh, but it begins with it begins with human kindness, uh, understanding, uh, compassion with others, and I think that's very much needed for all of us. Uh, so that becomes my personal mission. So for me, if you ask me what what my mission is as a priest, of course, I mean there are certain things that are expected of me, but. My hope is that through me, others will encounter God in whichever way, you know, whether it's whether it's in a formal setting or an informal setting, you know, formal meaning being in church, you know, but in an informal setting also, when I'm out with others, you know, uh, do I allow, can I, can I bring Christ to others? I think that has to be part of the mission for each one of us to be able to move. Uh, you know, I, I just compliment to what what father for the victor is saying you know, that it begins with with each one of us uh, being convicted you know it, it's like you know you can celebrate something but not live it i mean i'm sure father victor and i we can have so many stories you know 
after Christmas mass, Easter mass, you know, everybody is singing Hallelujah and all excitement. Come out to the car park and you're fighting with each other because you know somebody's blocked your car and you're getting all angry. Mm -hmm. You know, what did you celebrate? Because the mass in itself is a mission, Father Victor. The mass yeah. is a mission, you know. The mass is not just something that we go to feel good. Uh, the mass is the sending forth. That's why right at the end of the mass, the priest says, go. Says, go, you know. I, the going is, is not so much the mass. And then, okay, thank you very much. Now I can go and have my breakfast and I'm done already. But the priest sends you out on a mission. And I think that's, that's what we need to remember. So the mass in itself is missionary. Uh, and not just any other activity. But you are part, you are, we are there. Uh, to celebrate as a community, to be recharged. It's a bit like the early disciples. They came together, they prayed, but they went out. You know, that must be the end of the mission. It must be the continuation of the mission. So that's why the Mass doesn't end. The Mass is always ongoing. You know? Amen. It's, you know, it's not just... So I, I'd like to also... Uh, we are been what, on for 55 minutes. I'd like to remind our listeners to write in share a solid point of view that's beneficial to everyone and and feel free to ask questions and most of all if something touches you share your mission with us because whatever you share may even inspire others may even fan their flames more so please share especially what you feel your mission is like what father shared he wants to bring jesus he wants to let people encounter jesus so what is your mission Maybe so you, we, have a, we have a question. We have a question here from Daniel Philip. Uh, hi, Daniel. Hi, Daniel. Thank you for your question. Uh, this question is: Media and internet is so powerful. Can this be used to reach and empower simple lay people in a family to be active throughout the year, and not just on Mission Sunday? Father Victor. Sure. This is. Uh very appropriate question and you know that's what we are doing now uh, especially during this pandemic uh, everything live stream every week i send message to my people also and every good um, media what you call mission uh, videos and uh, captures uh, we send also so much so one priest said hey enough you know, you know so many things already you know <laughs> uh, you see <laughs> I, I, I think lay people they enjoy I, I think many things, even today in our, uh, for my homily, I use four uh, captures, four uh, videos. Uh, and after mass, I, I heard one elderly man say, Father, very good, very inspiring. You see, this kind of thing touches. And we, at this time, we must use this uh, social media to proclaim the good news. That is very, very much uh, I think we have to look for. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think. I think some people make it their personal mission to send everything on social media, but and then you become. Yeah. Oh, oh. Father Victor, I want to come to. You know, we are coming to almost the end. Uh, another point that I wanted to bring up is this: it's about holy childhood. You know, uh, uh, we get children to help children. How, how does that work? Uh, tell us a little bit about you know how children get involved in helping other children. Yeah, uh, I think a little bit of uh, this background of, of this holy childhood. This also started by a uh, started by uh, 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 bishop. Uh, his name is uh, Charles D. Uh, Jensen. Uh, so he, this is in the year 1840. Uh, 40, uh, uh, so when he went on tour to America 
and then he came and also he met Pauline Jericho. And two hours their discussion and uh, at that time, huh, so he was working in China also, a uh, lot of abandoned children. Uh, you see, this is uh, during pre-war and first world war uh, this time and abandoned children. And he asked whether something can be done for the children so that uh, um, so two things he, he proposed monetary help secondly members to pray for uh, children so uh, that's how this uh, this thing set up uh, in 1845 uh, children helping children that means as young as they are we instill in them the spirit of charity and mission um, telling children and that's why we show uh, pictures you know this uh, in Africa, in many parts of Asia also, uh, where children don't even, don't even have proper education or even simple water, clean water, or even a place to stay. Uh, so this all, I mean, the children look at, they will be touched, you know, they have so much. Probably the mother, uh, father give them uh, 10 ringgit or 20 ringgit for a canteen money. We can tell them, maybe save one ringgit for uh, this child. Uh, who is uh, who is there in uh, in the interior or in the suffering uh, in the country where poverty is very much uh, felt? So uh, we instill in them this holy child. So the money collected uh, for this holy childhood only for uh, specifically children, uh, like you know, helping to elevate the suffering, elevate the uh, 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 the life of the children, and also to give education and also uh, like in the catechism, uh, all this. So maybe in a practical way, uh, Father Victor, uh, if your parents who are listening and their children want to help uh, and they have some money they would like to give to the holy childhood so that other children can benefit, or what can they do? You know that because our, now our movements are restricted uh, here in KL and, and uh, Slangon, there's no masses. Uh, where, where, can they, where can they bring this money that children can bring to help others? Yeah, each diocese, uh, Father, uh, they have their system. So usually we say we can take the whole month of October from uh, because October first is uh, Saint Teresa, the child, our child uh, Jesus. Uh, from then until whole month, you can collect, or you can collect up to December, and you can bring that gift as a gift to child Jesus or Epiphany, where the Magi came and present the gift. You know, in my diocese, I have told the priest uh, we collect until Epiphany. We give them in care diocese. Uh, Edwin Peter was telling, and up to Christmas. Uh, so, you know, some places one month. It differs from uh, diocese to diocese. Uh, but every year we give them this box, paper box, coin box. Uh, this year it was not, uh, it's not possible uh, to pass to them. However, like my diocese, I said, you can take still and through your beast leaders or the elders, you can pass to them. Or parents find different ways and means to collect. No problem. You can take a tin or any any container. Just ask them to collect uh, with this uh, tip. And we have sent all the information, holy childhood information, to the parents, so they they know uh, how to do. And uh, I hope uh, even in this time, we still will this mission will go on. Good good question you asked, Father Clarence. So come to think of it, I don't think I've heard this uh, holy childhood spoken often before. So if, if and when uh, children and the parents or people want to contribute money, contribute towards this holy childhood, I think they have to specify, uh, maybe approach the, the parish priest or the heads of the, the parish, parish office. Uh, I think parish office. 
office. Yeah. And mentioned specifically, it's Father Holy Childhood. Is it? Yeah. Father, Father Victor mentioned specifically, it's yes. for Holy Childhood? It is Holy Childhood. Every diocesan uh, director are responsible for the diocese and all the parishes send the contribution to the diocesan office and they will send to my office, the uh, national office. Mm. You see, that's how it works. If you like to contribute to the Pontifical Mission Society for the overall mission of the church, uh, in this uh, time of pandemic, uh, you can also bring that collection to the church. Uh, encourage young children also uh, to help other children. As Father Victor mentioned, there are some without clean water, without education, uh, without proper food, without health care also. Uh, all this money, I'm sure, is being used for to help, you know, uh, underprivileged, uh, disadvantaged uh, children, uh, to help children help children, uh, to be able to bring the money to the parish. Like Len said, uh, tell specifically that it is for for the Pontifical Mission Society or it is for the Holy Childhood Collection. Uh, I'm sure uh, this will be used uh, very effectively uh, to help, uh, to share our blessings. I think of Father Victor, that's what I think we want to say is that, you know, we want to share our blessings. Uh, with uh, those who are, who I need. Now, before we before we come to an end uh, uh, this morning, uh, we've already crossed the hour mark. Uh, Father Victor, uh, any any last words that you would like to say uh, to our listeners? Uh, One moment, Father Victor. Yeah. I, I have to mention some some. Yeah. So, sorry, our Fathers Clarence and Victor. Um, we have some listeners who also wrote in. They, uh, thanks to everyone for saying for wishing us good morning. Thanks. And then there's a I would say our Miss. And Angeline, she shared that her idea is to, to go virtual, to pray the rosary, and also to share stories. I hope you don't mind me saying this or uh, sharing this out, Angeline, so that I, I really um, also uh, can align with you when you say to share stories. And that means a lot when you share stories. Sometimes some people are very technical and they get academic about it. So versus sharing stories and even sharing your personal stories, I think that would really make an impact. That would make a big difference, Angeline. Thumbs up. Thank you very much. Thanks, and Thanks, uh, Angeline, uh, for your comment. And thanks for uh, to all our listeners out there for all your comments, for your questions. Um, now, hopefully, after this, you know, we all have a better understanding of what Mission Sunday is all about uh, and how, you know, uh, sometimes actively, Sometimes passively also we can support the mission of the church. Uh, not just, and I think Father Victor says, you know, uh, monetary assistance is not the primary uh, way of helping, but it is one of the ways. Uh, prayer, uh, personal mission, uh, sharing Jesus with others, telling stories of Christ to others. Uh, this could be ways in which uh, people could assist. Uh, Father Victor, any, any parting words? Uh, yeah, Father, thank you very much. And uh, at this juncture, and we are about to celebrate Mission Sunday, it doesn't stop here. But uh, this gave a very good opportunity. Actually, we tried two weeks ago, Father Clarence took that initiative. And, you know, I was hesitating. I said, I don't want to come in the air. You know, I am very, very shy. You know, he said, no, he insisted you must. And then he twice, you know. And today, I think it's God's providence and it's uh, his uh, will that, you know, we should be together uh, as, as we are going to celebrate uh, this weekend missions. And it's very appropriate this time. And also, uh, this gave uh, not only for me and also for the whole people 
uh, our faithful an opportunity to say something about this mission sunday which is very very blur huh? in the past you know it's not it's everyone and I, what i say every baptized person you and i have a mission and that is the mission of jesus christ not our personal mission mission of jesus christ and let us carry out our mission with Amen. full of zeal and with god's blessing and the spirit is with us and thank you very much for the for the clearance for your effort and your time and uh, for your trust uh, that you have put on me and also glenn and also mark uh, came in yesterday thank you very much and i wish you a very happy mission thank you very thank much you, uh, thank you thank you for, for accepting to be uh, on our podcast this morning uh, we thought that you know it is appropriate that people get to know a little bit about uh, about the, the pontifical mission society about holy childhood uh, and all the other branches of of this mission and how each one can participate and i think what is important uh, on mission sunday is for each one of us uh, to make a personal commitment you know and mission is not measured by by how intense the activity is you know or how big the, the activity is i think mission is to have the to 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 have the intention to bring christ to others in whatever way sometimes in direct way sometimes in indirect ways uh, but if that is in our hearts and our minds, uh, then, like you said, the church is intrinsically mission. Uh, the church, that is what the church exists for. Thank you, Father Victor, for being with us. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you Glenn. Uh, thank you, Glenn, for joining us. Thanks a lot. Yes. And um, thanks for stirring, stirring people's flame. Yeah. Father and Clarence and Father Victor. Thank you. God bless and and all of us to, to all of our listeners out there uh, we wish you a blessed sunday uh, do come back uh, every saturday morning on 10 30 a.m at 10 30 a.m uh, we have a live show uh, at least we try to do that every every saturday morning uh, to be able to talk on different things so if you have some topics that you would like us to to, to touch on uh, do comment uh, we'll pick it up if you think there's something that is worthwhile for the catholics catholic community here in malaysia and and, and beyond uh, to discuss to help uh, do let us know uh, and we will see how best we can serve you because catholics at home is is all for you uh, to be able to send us a message uh, send us a message uh, use our social media uh, platforms to send us a message and so wishing all of you uh, a blessed sunday uh, and also uh, a blessed uh, mission sunday also uh, and like how the holy father says hopefully uh, with this experience, uh, we all be like uh, Isaiah to say, "Here I am, Lord, send me." Send me, Father Victor. Since you are the head of this, could you give us a blessing? Yeah, and bless and our prayer. neighbors, bless our families. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we praise and we thank you. We glorify you, Father, for this day. We thank you, Father, for calling us to be your children and also your messengers. We thank you for having a son, your Jesus, son, Jesus Christ, to be our Lord and Savior. And he has given us the mandate, go and make known the message of mine. Therefore, Father, we ask you to bless our dioceses our bishops, our priests, religious, and our lay brothers and sisters who are with us in this mission. May this mission, World Mission Day, give us that vision to be the uh, true disciples of the Lord and to bring the good news of salvation to the ends of the earth. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Lord, you, and may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Amen. brothers and Father. Thank you.
Thank you, everyone. Thanks a lot, Father Victor. Thank and you. Clarence.